The reading today is from Mark chapter 1, verses 4 to 11, page 1002 in the Church Bibles. John the Baptist prepares the way. And so John came, baptizing in the desert region and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. And he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me will come one more powerful than I, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descended on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. This is the word of the Lord. Uh, thank you, Ted, for uh, bringing us the reading. Thank you, Josh and Jennifer, for our worship block. I'm just going to pause and pray uh, for the offerings that will have been given. And then we'll pause and pray as we move into the talk. The Father, we thank you that even though we're separated by distance, we can meet virtually. I want to thank you uh, on behalf of the church for all the gifts that have been offered this morning to further the ministry and mission of your church here in Bushmead. May we continue to honour you in all that we do. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we come to uh, the talk and obviously normally the, the leader would pray, um, but that's me today as well. So I'm just going to pray now for, as we begin uh, the, our time together exploring the word of God. So Father, we thank you that we can uh, gather today and I pray that as we explore your word together, that your Holy Spirit will be moving amongst us. We know the spirit is not confined to the building. We know you're not confined to a building. So may we each encounter you afresh this morning as we explore your word together. Come Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's been a strange week, hasn't it? It's been a week filled with a lot of bad news. It's been a week which we probably want to quickly forget. We started the week with the news that we were entering a third national lockdown. On Wednesday evening, we saw horrendous scenes from Washington and subsequently the fallout from that. Iran has put out an arrest warrant for Donald Trump. North Korea want to enhance their nuclear capabilities. The whole world is wondering what will Donald Trump do between now and the 20th of January. We hear that the Luton and Dunstable Hospital is close to capacity. Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, has declared a major incident across the capital. Yesterday, a Boeing 737 went missing in Indonesia, and scientists are now saying this lockdown is not strict enough. Certainly been a week to forget. In amongst everything that's been happening this last week, I've actually found myself a few times thinking, where are you, God? 
the virus seems to be more out of control than before. On Thursday evening, I was meeting with the council and Lucy Hubber, the director of public health, said, we're seeing numbers at the moment that we would never have imagined last year. And sadly, we hear that those numbers are likely to keep rising for a while yet. Where does that leave us as Christians? Well, we're still in the season of Epiphany and we remain there throughout January. It's a season that continues to remind us that there is a light in the darkness and that it cannot be put out. That no matter how bad things get, there is still a hope. This week as a staff team, we asked that question in our staff meeting. Where is God in all of this? We know that the Lord could bring an end to the pandemic. It could all stop in an instant. And it's easy for us to question these things. And as I was thinking about it, in some ways, I made the connection back to the Jewish people who were eager for the Messiah to save them from the Roman occupation and bring about an end to the tyranny. But it didn't happen the way that they expected. And I think there's a lesson in there for us in the 21st century, living through this pandemic. Perhaps the way out is not as we expect. I've been really challenged and I cried out to God this week as to where he is in all that's going on. I was out walking on Thursday afternoon and I decided just to put the first album on my phone on play and just see what happened, see what the Lord wanted to say to me. It turned out to be the album Revival is in the Air by Bethel, which I think is their latest album. As I listened to the songs, as I walked the fields, I began to get a sense of expectation once again that perhaps revival is in the air. I was reminded of the resurrection power of Jesus and that anything, anything is possible with God. As I got further away from, from Bushmead, I caught myself singing out really loudly and praying aloud as I walked across those fields. Now, fortunately, there was no one around to hear me sing partly because my singing is so bad, but it'd be nice if they could hear us worshipping God. But as I was doing that, I received that fresh sense of excitement from the Holy Spirit, that there is something stirring once again. I was reminded of one of the questions that I posed last week. How is your heart? And to be honest with you, I actually sensed a reprimand from the Lord that my heart wasn't perhaps where it should be. I think I wasn't perhaps putting all my hope and trust in the Lord over the pandemic. Perhaps it doesn't feel like that, as so many places of worship have once again, well, I say once again, we've made the decision to close last time it was taken out of our hands. We're closed because of numbers and for safety, because we, we're told to stay at home, we're told to not meet with others unless it's absolutely essential. And we could argue that worship is essential but it's safer when we can do it this way. But as I walked, as I sang, it was once again that reminder that the Lord isn't confined to our buildings, that he is the Lord over all the earth and creation, and he will still act. He's still at work in amongst the difficulties of this last week, and he will still continue to move and work in the coming weeks, no matter how difficult they are. 
And all of that got me thinking about the reading we had today. A very familiar reading to all of us. Jesus baptised in the River Jordan by John the Baptist. The Son of God who came to earth to dwell amongst us is baptised by John. Not something anyone would have been expecting, perhaps especially John. Now the account we had today from Mark's Gospel of the Baptism is very short, but it fits in with Mark's Gospel. Mark's Gospel is a Gospel that moves at a very quick pace. Eight chapters focusing on Jesus' ministry over three years before slowing down to the last eight chapters and the events of Holy Week. It has a really fast pace. And within 15 verses, we hear of John the Baptist, Jesus being baptised, the temptations, and then the calling of the first disciples from verse 14 onwards. It is fast paced. But within those few verses, we cover a lot of ground. And in some ways, I think the, the opening of Mark's gospel is designed to shock the reader or the hearer as it would have been in those days, that God was doing something new. And it was there, it was imminent. Perhaps think of it like those times when you can't sleep in the night. We've all had them. We watch the hours tick by on our, on our clocks and then suddenly we find the alarm's going off and we're really grumpy because we haven't had a lot of sleep. It happens when we, it happens. And I think that's in some ways what Mark's gospel is like at the start. It's straight there, following on. But perhaps also there's another message in there for us. Where are we asleep at the moment during this pandemic? Are we sleeping through the movements of God? Is he doing a new thing that perhaps we're missing because we are sleeping? Well, the baptism of Jesus has so many links back to the Old Testament. And John's teaching, John the Baptist's teaching, is reminding us to repent for those times that we have strayed away from the Lord. The Jewish people are reminded of what happened in Egypt when the Lord brought them out of Egypt. The world of sin that they were living in. The world of rebelling against the living God. The Israel of the day going in the wrong direction. And the time had come for them to turn around and go the right way. Is that what is happening for us in this pandemic? Are we looking in the wrong direction? And is this a wake-up call for us to seek the Lord? So maybe the question of where are you God? And the answer of, I'm right here with you, is more important than any of us actually realise. As we adapt to this new national lockdown, we are severely limited in whom we can and cannot meet. We're only allowed to exercise with one other person, not in our household bubble. And that's only once a day, and we still have to maintain our social distance. But friends, the Lord doesn't count to that number. God is right here alongside each and every one of us in these days. If perhaps we're meeting with somebody for a walk, the Lord is still there. If, we, if we're on our own at home and perhaps we're not seeing people, the Lord is still there with you. He's walking alongside of us each and every day. And as we read in Matthew, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Last year in March, and believe me, it feels a long time ago, I spoke about using the time wisely as we entered that first lockdown and use it to deepen our relationship with the Lord. When I looked at the reading this week, 
The Lord reminded me of this, and I feel it's the right time to say this again. Use this time wisely to deepen our relationship with the Lord. Councils up and down the nation are requesting that public worship is suspended for the safety of those attending. This time round, we're actually much more aware of what we can do online. And maybe it's an opportunity to not have to learn how to worship at home this time round. But now that we know that we can, how do we make the most of that opportunity? I know that engaging online is not the same as being in the building. We lose the sense of togetherness. There are far more distractions around us which tempt us away from the screen that we're watching on. I want to encourage each and every one of us to use this time wisely. Be very deliberate when you tune in to church. Put aside your mobile phone or tablet if you're watching on a TV. Don't go and put the kettle on when the songs come on or when the talk comes on. Stand when we sing. Do what we would do in church. Because the enemy will want to use this time to distract us from our worship. And friends, I think this time we need to show him that we mean business. Let's remind him once again that church is not the building, but it's you and me gathering through YouTube this morning. This is church. This is church in 2021 at the moment. The baptism of Jesus reminds us that the Son of God himself is baptised. We who join together are baptised into the family of God. Perhaps if you're watching and you're not yet baptised, I want to encourage you to really think and pray about it. Because it's the right thing for Jesus to do. So it's the right thing for us to do. The Son of God himself is baptised. We too are baptised into the family of God. It's about declaring that Jesus is Lord over our lives and it's about surrendering to him. Within the Church of England, the next step after baptism is usually confirmation and we are hoping to have a confirmation service in Christ Church in June. And I envisage that as a celebration of who we are. For all of us to celebrate the baptism that we share in Jesus Christ, in Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And I know of at least three people in the congregation who wish to be confirmed and take that step of faith. It's not about swearing allegiance to the Church of England, but it's about taking that step to say that you believe in Jesus Christ and allowing the bishop to pray for the Holy Spirit to fall afresh on you. If you haven't been confirmed, can I encourage you to seriously consider whether this year is the time when you take that step? Perhaps if you've already made an adult declaration of faith in another denomination, when we gather on that day, take it as an opportunity to reaffirm your baptism vows with those taking the step of confirmation and baptism. Take it as an opportunity to share in, with the family of God that you still believe Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Now normally this Sunday, the baptism of Jesus, we would have the chance to reaffirm our baptism together. And it's not right to do that online, or at least it didn't feel right to me. But it is something that we can do in June, assuming, and let's pray that the situation is much better then. For those of us who are baptised and confirmed, we will be standing alongside those taking these steps of faith. 
And it's an important part of our journey as we see people take that step of faith that we've done. And I encourage you to pray for them. As we get closer and we know who wants to take those steps of either baptism or confirmation or make an adult declaration of faith, we will be praying for them. And we will be praying for ourselves as we take that step once again. Because when Jesus is baptised, we hear of the Spirit descending on him like a dove. We hear the voice from heaven, You are my Son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Well, friends, these few words are what the Lord says over us today. He says that over me and over you. You are my son, you are my daughter, whom I love. In you, I am well pleased. So perhaps as we enter this new lockdown, we may be feeling a whole different range of emotions. Perhaps there are some of us who, like me this week, have been thinking, where are you, God? And we need to hear him tell us that he's right there beside us. Perhaps there are some of us who are struggling to engage online and are disappointed that the building is closed. Perhaps there are some of us who get easily distracted when worshipping online. Perhaps there are some of us who are anxious as we hear of the virus spreading so rapidly. Or however you're feeling this morning, friends, I want to encourage you to give it back to God. There is something stirring in the atmosphere. There is a move of God stirring. Are you looking in the right direction? Or are you looking in the wrong direction? Are we as the church asleep to what the Lord is doing? Well, the time has come to wake up. The time has come for the alarm clock to go off. And it's time for us to rise from our sleep. The Holy Spirit is with us and he is doing a new thing. The Jewish people were expecting the Roman Empire to be overturned. But it happened in another way. We are expecting the pandemic to end. We're praying for the pandemic to end. We're hoping it will end soon. But perhaps it's not going to be the way that we expect. It's been said before, but the buildings are closed. But the church is more alive. The church is waking up. I heard something this week. that When the printing press started, the church was at the forefront of this. And the first book printed was the Bible. But when the digital revolution came, we were caught lacking as the church. And it's taken us time to catch up. And we're still not quite there yet. Mark's gospel continues at that fast pace for the next eight chapters, telling us of Jesus' ministry before Holy Week. Things in Mark's gospel move very quickly. And immediately is said so many times, Mark writes, and immediately, as though one thing after the next, after the next, after the next. Feels like that a bit at the moment for us here, because things are moving really quickly in relation to this pandemic. The situation is so much different than it was last Monday, even last Sunday. But we need to remember that the Lord is outside of time and that the Lord is in control. The darkness is trying to break in. But even after this last week that we've lived through, the Lord is moving. We need to be alert and awake for what it is going to be. In the words of Bethel, revival is in the air. I think the question for us is, are we ready? 
we're going to move into a time of prayer. I just encourage you, wherever you are, to engage with this. Perhaps if you feel comfortable, get on your knees. If that's not possible, sit comfortably in your chair. Perhaps open your hands as a sign of being willing to receive from the Lord. And I'm just going to pray for us. And then we're going to listen to a song from the album, Revivals in the Air, called Anything is Possible. So perhaps get, get yourself up. The words will be on the screen, but I want you to use it as a prayer to allow those words that are going to be sung to just flow over you and to hear from the Lord afresh this morning. So Father, we thank you that your son was baptised in the River Jordan. We thank you that, that you said from heaven, you are my son whom I love and in you I am well pleased. Father, may we hear that for ourselves this morning. And as we gather, we hear you say, you are my son, you are my daughter. I love you. In you, I am well pleased. As we hear those words from the Lord, from the Father in heaven, as we hear those words said to us and over us, let us cast aside all our anxiety. Let us cast aside how we're feeling this morning. Let us surrender once again to Jesus. Let us surrender once again to the Lord. In the baptism service, when we're asked, do you believe in God the Father? And we respond, I believe and trust in him. Do you believe in God the Son? I believe and trust in him. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe and trust in him. So Father, this morning, as we gather, as we pray, we say as your church that we believe and we trust in you. Come, Lord Jesus, we pray. Speak to us, Lord, this morning. For we know that anything is possible with you. We surrender our hearts to you, Lord. And we hear you say, you are my child, whom I love. In you, I am well pleased.